What's up, everybody, and welcome to a new episode of the No Host Bar Crew. I'm your host, Dom, and today, as always, we are being sponsored by Spreaker. You can always go ahead and uh, sign up for Spreaker, and if you want to take your podcast to the next level, go ahead and sign up with them. They do have a discount going on. They're associated by us. You get 10% off. Uh, use our promo code. What's the promo code? Stein. S T E I N. The promo code Stein. S T E I N. Yes. And also, also we are being brought to you by the wonderful peoples of the coldest water. Whenever you get a chance, go to their website, order online, and get some of the most amazing, freshest, hottest, coldest that lasts 36 hours. Wonderful water bottles. And use our promo code for that one to get 10% off. The promo code is DOMINIC in all caps. D-O-M-I-N-I-C-K. Again, it's D-O-M-I-N-I-C-K. And get those amazing, wonderful water bottles. And also accessories as well coming from dog dishes, ice cold packs, pillows. And as always, without me, there is no crew. So I gotta introduce the crew. Uh, going to my right side, he was up, but he was throwing up, so he's probably passed out, sleeping, scratching his balls and stuff. That's the uh, side chick that we normally call Light Bright Drake. Y'all know him as Lupe, struggling. He might come through every now and then, but you know, we're at his wonderful, the Lupe Mansion. You know, stop on by if you're if you're in the uh, Midwest area. Ain't that right, bro? <laughs> He's probably walking, struggling. But to his right, we have to uh, got to stand up and salute coming from the Arkansas land. He's a sergeant of the crew. Y'all know him as the impeccable ladies man, the six figure nigga. Is your boy Gunner alive and awake? <laughs> Not passed out yet. And to his right, we have the return of yours truly. They call him the OG boss. Y'all, the ladies might know him as allegedly the Black Bulger. The other one, allegedly. And the newest one, Doctor Strange. But y'all know his motto. That's your heart, bro. He's still, he's still, he's always going to be still the voice of the streets. That puts the intelligence in the seats. Even though he was he was feeling down and out, but he's back with full force. Let this beat ride a little bit. I'm gonna no, no applause this time. I like I'm yeah. fucking with this beat. Mm, 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 mm. And he did. He did move on. It's Michael Stein, president of Counter Four. How's everybody doing? Yeah, Good. Stay, you stay stay in the bag. Stay in the bag. <laughs> hey, listen. <laughs> hey, I'm here, guys. Let's do this thing. Oh, uh, luckily he's uh, y'all might know him as Cardi B. He's over there walking, struggling. <laughs> he's, I know. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> but he's back in the flesh. It's Luke Ray. What's up? Drunk as always. Shout out to uh, Diddy. That's his uh, latest single, Gotta Move On, with Bryson Tiller. 
Uh, I know it's been a minute, but you know, I had to go on small break, small vacation. Went to Branson with my girl. Her birthday was on September 9th, so y'all got a drink or smoke. Give uh, give her a shout out. Show some love. As always, but you know, I always gotta, I always gotta go ahead and uh, go to the crew and just see see what's going on with them. How y'all doing? How was the small break? I know. Oh, oh yeah, shout out to uh, Dr. Stein if we can. Now he's CEO Stein. CEO Stein. Yeah. I'll take it. Yes. So how does it feel to be a co a CEO man? How did um, it feel? Was it something? Was it something that you wanted to do, or it was just like, hey, I gotta pay these bills. I need something. No, nah, my um um. A gunner, member of the podcast. Um, he uh, he told me to get my shit together, and I was like, okay. So I got my shit together. All right. Uh, and you know, for so this position, um, myself and uh, and gunner as well, uh, we state workers. Yeah. Um, we we happen to be employed by a specific department. But we are workers for the state. And um, I've spoken about it maybe a few times on the podcast. Uh, Michael Stein has a background in construction. So uh, after after serving after serving my time, I think it's about 18 months, Yeah. Um, I can transfer to a different department. So I might go, uh, you know, use my, use my construction background and maybe looking at uh, working at the state departments that handle that kind of work, uh, how yeah. construction, different things like that. Um, or, you know, it's the, the, the possibilities are, are available. Yeah. You know, um, it is a, it is a huge stepping stone. Um, and if I decide to stay, uh, with my current employer or anywhere else, you know, within the state, um, I will retire with a pension, um, great benefits, and I'm actually making some real money. So, you know, it's all positives uh, as far as I'm concerned right now. Um, and, you know, maybe maybe it'll be some things that nag at me, but, you know, by and large, the type of uh, lifestyle that uh, I will be afforded, um, uh, I asked I that a long time ago, like, why don't, you, why don't you do something else? Yeah. And he was like, shit, well, if you show me another job that's, that's paying what they pay me here, then I go for it. Yeah. I've been looking for X amount of years, ain't found nothing yet. So you know, with that kind of mentality and knowing that, you know, most things that maybe at different points in my life, uh, they were only thoughts uh, of achieving. I now, uh, I I am at a fiscal level now where I can just go out and get it. So, you know, um, uh, thank you to my employers. Um, and a huge shout out to Gunner. Shout out to Gunner. Huge shout out to Gunner. Um, he has uh, he has been a a cornerstone uh, in my growth and elevation for a sizable portion of my life at this point. Uh, whether it's offering me some advice or giving me some insight yeah. uh, on life, uh, relationships, uh, opening up his home to me, he has looked out for me uh, time and time again and shown himself to be. Uh, a reliable and dependable 
uh, family member and friends. So huge shout out for him. And uh, yeah, I'm just gracious. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate everybody who um, who has you know went on this journey with me thus far. And thank you to everybody who will continue to be on this journey with me. And always remember, I'm a stud. I'm ballsy. I don't take oh, this yeah, shit for sure. anyone. For sure, stud. Now, like. I'll be looking at motherfuckers now like, yeah, my face peasant. Like, <laughs> I'm a fucking rock star now. I'm there you God. go. There you go. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. Bruh. In the words of Pusha T, I believe there's a God above me. I'm just the God of everything else. <laughs> so, Gunnar, how does that make you feel, being, being an inspiration to the return of Dr. Stein? Making him step his game up. Like, was that like a good influence on you? Or was just, what made you want him to just step his game up? <laughs> I mean, I always want people to step their game up. Yeah. It was just an opportunity that I saw. Yeah. For him to be able to step his game up. And I'm you know, glad he took advantage of that. <laughs> yep. And uh, for what I heard, it was hard work and dedication, <coughs> doing the training. And then, uh, even though he wasn't there, I made sure to hook him up with a bottle. Absolutely. You, you always try to hook up people that always make it, uh, make it towards like a milestone in their life, a bottle yeah. or something. May not be no hard ass looking, but it's something you can just reflect and just yeah, be like, absolutely. Yeah, it's a, it's, I did it's that a, shit. It's a celebration. I did that shit. Um, all the all the wins, no matter how small or large, is always a cause of celebration. Um, to even to, to piggyback off of myself and off of Gunner, um, you know, I've been I've been very close to him for a lot of years and I've witnessed, you know, him um always trying to uh push people to that next level. Yeah. Or, you know, make them aware of opportunities that can be advantageous for them. Uh I've also heard many a story of of Gunner uh putting himself out there and offering uh resources or opportunities for people, uh, only for them to, uh, as the old folks say, look a gift horse in the mouth. You know, uh, I wasn't going to squander my opportunity, uh, especially not coming from him. Um, whether he realized it or not, uh, his his uh, his thoughts, his opinions on things, uh, they hold a lot of weight with me. Yeah. And there's not a whole lot of people around me um, who who share that quality. But um, I respect him. And uh, when he talk, I listen. Uh, it may not always be exactly the way maybe he envisioned it, but but when when he speaks, uh, I know that it's the time for me to uh, sit down and and take in the information. Uh, he's a man of few words, so when he's talking, it's probably important, and I'm always there to listen. Mm. Mm. And that's why he he is that six figure nigga. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so 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 kind so of how's how's things been going on with you and stuff? You know. Uh, pretty stressful. Oh, so you still don't have that a moment of uh? Oh, bro, who got you smiling like that? Like, I mean. Or is it just a typical up and down situation type of thing, you know? You got your good days, your bad days. Yeah. It's uh 
I mean, she still got me smiling. It's just right now that she moved in with me, so it's just it's a, an adjustment period right now. Congratulations. Congratulations, you know, on that, you know. So it's cool. So what made you want to, you know, take that next step with her? Was it, it was due time or it was just like getting older? It's time to move forward in your life or, or you just want to roll the dice? <laughs> all of you. <laughs> He's like, all of you above. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, I wanted that to happen for us anyway. So it is still like a, a progression in the relationship. Yeah. It was sooner than I had in my mind to, to make that step. But how things turned out, I just took advantage of it and it had it happen sooner than later. I mean, it's still a progression in the relationship. Uh, yeah, it's just moving forward. Shoot, that's good. That's good. Another one. Uh, me, on the other hand, uh, like I said earlier, went on my uh, new trip with my girl. Uh, her birthday was on the 9th, so. Like I said, we got a drink or a shot, take a shot for. Went to Branson. If y'all in Missouri, definitely, I would definitely recommend that y'all go out there. Take a few days away and just enjoy the scenery. And oh, yeah, because who had you smiling like that, bro? That girl right there, you know, you know, you want to be like, you know, you got to get. It's, up, it's ups and downs. <laughs> it's ups and downs, you know. But always, always at the end of the day, I'm gonna be who I am because I'm a stud. I'm ballsy. I don't take no shit from anyone. Mm -hmm. Oh yes, yes. You know, you know. I still gotta represent. You know. But as always, you know, this is that time where we have to go into these wonderful, wild topics that's been going on in the world today. As always, you know, and it's been a minute, and I do apologize for that, you know. We like to take breaks and stuff so we can relax and chill. As I always tell y'all to at least listen to our older episodes. And if you, you know, listen to our older episodes, hit us back, you know. Let us know what you like, what you don't like, and what we try to improve on. But as always, you know. People hate always. That's what they do. They hate. And we're going to get into these things that we like to say. Here's the motherfucking tea. So it's been a minute, but uh, there was a one topic that I did want to discuss that me and Gunnar had talked to, talked to on the side, but we do have, you know, Dr. Stein here. So Diddy went on this rapper forte of R&B is motherfucking dead. He talked to Timbaland about it. Instead of his reasons for it, and he talked to Tank and Mary J. Blige and Kalani, even though she doesn't count, in my opinion, because she just started in the game. And basically, you know, Diddy's just saying, you know, why he feels R&B is dead right now at this moment. And you know, me and Gunner had, you know, had our discussions, and I definitely want to bring in Dr. Stein because even though. Uh, he's a little bit older. He still comes from the younger generation. And he has a little bit more understanding like I do when it comes to music. Even though we have diff different tastes. But I wanted to get his his views and opinions on that. 
So, do you think that Diddy was fucked up for saying that, or do you like? Let me ask you this before we get into that: Do you truly feel R and B is actually dead? Nah. Not um, really. So, man, music weird. Like music, music is one of the most divisive topics that we talk about. Yes. Um. And I. I just find it, and it's like some examples, but generally speaking, when we talk about music, right, everybody likes the, you know, whatever, whatever, their their time period, yeah. the backdrops to their lives, and then they, they have a tendency to, like, you know, not give a fuck about anything new. Yeah. And we've seen it with our parents and their parents before them. Yeah. But music is, like, one of a few, it's one of few, uh things that we have that opinion on. Yeah. Um, we don't feel like that about phones. We we like the club. We just had a conversation about it. We like like some of the stylings of like the old school phones or whatever. But you wouldn't trade your phone right now in and make a phone from the nineteen eighties your daily user. Think about all the shit you won't be able to do no more. We appreciate the the progression, the evolution. Uh, same thing with cars. Yeah, we love classic cars, but they ain't gonna stop you from if you got the money buying a twenty twenty two or twenty twenty three or whatever year it is. Yeah, you got appreciation for the new shit, and you still appreciate the old shit. We are like that about so many things. We 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 appreciate the old shoes. You know, we 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 have a we have a special place in our hearts for those classics. But it's some new kicks that'll come out right now. And niggas will be like, nah, I need them. Yeah, them hard. Yeah, right. But when it comes to music. It's like now, and we really only see it in two genres. Um, everybody in every other genre of music, there's an embrace of what's coming down the pipeline, what's new, what's current, uh, what's going to be the new classics. Yeah. What what twenty years from now we still be playing, and it's hip hop and it's R and B, and there is no you know there is no embracing uh, by a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, and I don't understand that. Um, you didn't. You didn't think that the like think about think about fucking um, people from like Elvis time, like the Beach Boys and shit like that. Think about that being the pinnacle of your music, and you never listened. You know how many great fucking songs have came out since uh, fucking Beach Boys, California Girls. Yep. So many songs. Yeah, so many vibrations. So many yeah. artists. Yeah. Tens and tens and tens of years. Yeah. You know later. So much beautiful music to enjoy. You'd sound crazy if you was like the Beach Boys was the best the music ever was gonna be. Uh, the BGs was the absolute. The Beatles are the absolute best, and nothing else past the Beatles sound good. That motherfucker would sound crazy. Yeah. Cause it, that that don't occur in no other genre, but it's specifically R and B and and hip hop. It's people who can sing still. It's people who can rap still too, and. You know, if you don't like the sound or the sound is not for you, for sure. Yeah. Right? Um, hip hop historically has been the music of the youth. It's it's always modern. Yeah. When 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 you start bumping that shit that you love from the nineties that spoke to the youth at that time. Just like the the reps in the eighties. Like when my mom and was listening to raps and shit like that, uh Sugar Hill Gang and and, and, and Curtis Curtis, uh, Curtis Blow, uh, Curtis Blow yeah. shit like that. Uh, Houdini, that spoke to the. That was in their youth. That music was for them. Yeah. 
my, my granny and them couldn't get it because they weren't in their youth no more. Their time had passed, right? So, for me, um, I don't think any of it ever dies. Um, there are there are verses, there are songs, there are projects, albums um, that are new that that get a spin uh, on my Apple Music, just like the classic shit. Um, I know that there is always something new, innovative, or something I've never heard before uh, in music, and I don't ever want to pigeonhole myself onto missing out something that's great. If I felt like that, I'd never found out about Kendrick Lamar. He's not from my time. Yeah. He not he not from my he not from my time when I consider my problem of listening to music. Yeah. Uh I would have never heard a J. Cole. I would've never had that I would've never listened to a Childish Gambino. Yeah. Like them motherfuckers is not in my that when I was nineteen it was none of them. They did not exist. Same thing with uh, Lupe Fiasco. Same thing with Lupe okay. Fiasco. Uh the baby. Yeah. Like these motherfuckers did not exist. Uh Lil Baby. Uh Drake. They did not exist when when I was 16, sitting on the porch with my boys. We weren't bumping that because they didn't exist. Yeah. They didn't, you know? So, look at all the great music I would have missed out on if I had just kept it in part. And if you do keep it in part, that's fine. Yeah. It's to, to each their own. But for me, uh, I'm always readily accepting uh, the change. I think when Diddy said that, uh, that was a foolish statement to make. Uh, Diddy made some phenomenal uh, hip hop uh, hip hop records. He he made or he was a part of some some classics. However, comma, it's a whole lot of good ass R and B that did not come from Bad Boy. A, a bunch of yeah. it. So you to me, he sound ridiculous saying that. Oh, well, let me ask you this: another question. Uh, do you feel us as the audience were were held accountable? Because there's a lot of shit that did come out that was popping really, really hard mm-hmm. compared to other stuff that should have got that recognition. Yeah. Do you feel like he had? A, do you feel he was right about that? Because he did say something about that, where him, like him, Diddy, and everybody else, like he's trying to hold us accountable for. There's no feeling in the R&B records. It's like there's no, you know. I love you, I want to be with you type of record or if you break up, this is the type of the song that you need to hear or this is like, you know, you're going the people he's, are, the, the, the emotion, he's the missing the emotion di- the people are different Yeah, the people are different the audience is different like, music is, music, the music that comes out, yeah. is a reflection of the audience that's listening to it the culture is different than Diddy's heyday so if you mad at if you mad at that, if you want to hold somebody accountable, then like Diddy and all the niggas should be held accountable because what did you do to 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 form the next generation? Everybody talk about the young boys and how wild they is and they tell them pistols and they don't want to fight. Yeah. They want to wild the fuck out and shit. For sure. But what did you do to stop it? What'd mm. you do? Like if anybody should be held accountable for these kids and how they act now, it's the parents. It's for sure the parents. It's people... I'm 33. Yeah. It's people right now with high schoolers who are the same age as me. Yeah. And 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 they the they the they the they the TikTok dancing, uh 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 pistol tone, uh drug taking youth that we complain about. That's on the parents. We fostered them. We the ones the ones now 
are a direct result of the ones who came before them. So if it's somebody to blame, yeah, Diddy should be pointing the finger at himself too. You mad, you mad about the state of the music? Who was the gatekeeper before this new era got it? You! And, and, and Tim and everybody else that they talk to, we got to look at the old guard when yeah. we start judging the new guard. Yeah. Right? Because it was some great motherfuckers who was out before Diddy had his spot. And they made sure that they that they groomed those to be great. Yeah. The ones who came before Timbaland, he studied them and they groomed them. They made those people. They opened up those doors. They made sure that the ones, they, they, they solidified their legacy. And your legacy is always the one who's going to inherit the, the seat after you get it. Yeah. The legacy and what you did is, is how you have manifested what you have done and those who are coming after you. That's your legacy. Yeah. My legacy is, is the mini signs. Yeah. It ain't what I did. I don't want to be remembered for individual things that me, myself did. I want to be remembered for the, the ones that, that are my children. Yeah. That I've that I've that I have groomed, the ones that I have formed into whatever they do. That's my legacy. Cool. Well let me ask you this. When's the last time you listened to a full R and B album from beginning to end? That you know for a fact that you can be like, God damn, that was a good ass album. Uh Chicks Tape Five. Is that five? Yeah. Four or five. Tory Lane's Tory Lane's. Last one I listened to. That like fully up to down. That was like that was a good ass uh, uh, R&B album. Up and down, several times. I still play it now. Yeah. Which is originally based on a mixtape, but then it got major label. Love um, chick tape. Yeah. Um, Did you like the fact that he sampled all the '90s music and then added and original had, artists on there? He and, had the artists on there. That was yeah. beautiful. Um, that was beautiful. And I mean, even though he he used um, samples. And had them on there. That shit could have not. That shit could have not went well. Yeah. Like it's a lot of it's a lot of credence that needs to be lended to Tory Lanez, and he is a new artist. And a lot of the shit, outside of it just being the beat and maybe a feature from one of these older artists. Yeah. That's that's not like music from ten years ago. It's some today music, and it felt good. It sounded good. Like so the so the dream, the spirit, the essence. Yeah. Of a good music, uh, a never it'll never leave because it's always gonna be somebody coming up next who got the it factor, the sound, the thing that moved you. Yeah. Like it's always gonna be those. Yeah. So, Gunner, did you want to add, add any two cents in there? You good? <laughs> I don't think I can say it's a the music that's popular is because of people dying. I'm pretty sure dying said that. Yeah. Uh, so it's only popular because people are dying. Yeah. If people stop buying it. It wouldn't be popular no more than the real music. The, better, the other choice of music would become more popular. So it's the it's the it's, it's the audience that's promoting this music. So you motherfuckers stop listening to bullshit, you stop hearing the bullshit. Well, do Kimmy, uh, do you feel like we need to put the blame on the radio stations? Uh, because no, the, the radio, radio stations, stations do be playing. What, what, what we ask for. But you know, the radio stations, from um, from my perspective, always play a different variety of music. There's some some of the radio stations that I hear now. Excluding satellite radio, Apple Music, and everything else streaming-wise, but the main radio stations now, it's like they're playing the top tens and they're playing the same songs repeatedly. So, do you feel that should be they well, like radio stations need to be held accountable, like program managers it, and stuff, because they're no, playing the cause, music? Because it's a it's a numbers game. Yeah, like radio and everything now. 
it's about it's crazy because people always say that views not worth nothing. They are. The the what's the the fucking thing on the on the TV yeah. that record how many people tune into something? Yeah. Everything is is eyeballs and in, in, in ears. Like when the radio when the radio played the top ten, they didn't pick what the top ten was. They found out what was the top ten songs and they played them on repeat. Because they want the ears, they yeah. want people to tune into the station. That's a metric. So when it when it comes time, how many times we've seen radio stations move from this station to this station? Did we see the hosts get cycled out and new hosts? Those, yeah. All, these hosts move to this show and this host move to that show. It's all about viewership, listenership. It's a numbers game. That's what ruined radio. Yeah. Because we're not going a, a radio station, and it's not just them. It's a whole lot of industries. A radio station could, once upon a time, get experimental. They could. And it wasn't just the day. It was every day. Yeah. They'd throw in a curveball, some shit. Damn, what's that? Now you might hear that only in a mix. Yeah. Only in a mix. Or or some on Sunday. They had a Sunday showcase or something like that where they played new music, local music. But it was a time where you could... It's the same thing with movies. How can we keep on... It, it, what, what is it? Is is remake, reboot. Mm-hmm. Remake, reboot, sequel, prequel. That's all you see. Because everybody's scared now. Because if you put out a movie and somebody didn't back you and it flopped, that's your job. And nobody want to lose their job. So you play it safe. And safe is, well shit, they liked all these Star Wars movies. I got a crazy idea that'll turn a franchise on his head. But let's put in Luke too. Because they know Luke. And, And Luke is safe. Luke has proven that he will bring the viewers time and time again. So let's put Luke in there. Now we don't get a new original story because you're playing it safe with Luke. Yeah. Same thing with the top ten on the radio. Yeah. Yeah, we could we could put in this underground artist who I think he's snapping. But if I play that, well now I cannot be a host anymore. Because from this time period to this time period, when I was over the radio, yeah. listening ship drop. Well fuck, I'm responsible for that. Well what did you play? Or win the top ten? Why didn't you play the top ten? You gotta go. Same thing with TV shows. You get yeah. one season and shit get canceled, and you pray to God that Netflix pick it up. You or, pray, you or pray, Hulu, or, 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 who, Apple, or, somebody, or somebody. You pray that somebody yeah. else pick them up because you couldn't get the eyeballs. Yeah. Like anytime somebody want to do some experimental, it's a it's a big risk. You either gotta be you gotta be bulletproof, or you taking a chance. And if you take a chance, that could be your last movie. That could be your last time spinning records at this radio station. People too scared. And it's the it's because everybody now has a platform to voice their opinion. If you don't like some shit 20 years ago, you was telling us in this room. Yeah. You don't like some shit now, you could go viral on social media where millions and millions of eyes will see that opinion. And it'll start a trend. It'll start with Ryan Tomatoes. They review buying movies all the, the time. time. Yep. Because they don't like it, they don't like the producer, they don't like the movie company or whatever. Ain't nobody going to see the movie. That movie dropped, that director, that producer, that cast, that crew, everybody fired. That's it. You will never shoot another movie. Hey, the rest of y'all niggas, hey, I don't know. Hope you find something. It's too, we, we, we don't want that no more. And it's almost, we can't, we can't get nothing new because everybody wants the old. Yeah. If you want something new, if you want something experimental, something to change, something fresh, well then we gotta stop hanging on to the old shit. Yeah, and I definitely feel on that. And I wanna go towards a, a small subject with Gunner. 
real quick. Uh, <laughs> it's 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 a it's a small one, but uh, he was talking about movies and stuff. And I know one of your favorite movies right now, Top Gun. Like it broke so many damn records. Uh, it's in the top five <coughs> highest grossing films, uh, state wise. Yeah. But it's it's still high. One of the highest grossing films of all time. I think it's like 1.4 billion and stuff. And you was talking about taking risks. So then, like, uh, like I know you didn't see Top Gun Maverick many times and stuff. And I know you like talking about it. So why do you? How do you feel about Top Gun? Like, like he was saying, like people taking risks. And it was, and even though it was a sequel, why do you think that film is just constantly still making money? Other, <laughs> other, other than Marvel movies, because other Marvel movies has been making money, but that one is just steadily just still making money, and it hasn't been, hasn't even went to the streaming part yet. It hasn't even went to their uh, Paramount Plus streaming app and stuff. Oh, they finna fuck the game up when that yeah, because like it hasn't been released on physical media yet, and it's still making money, oh, still it's making money. It's a wrap because it's just a good movie. One, I, whether you are old and. Well, technology you can see the old one anyway yeah but whether you were around when you saw the old one to now I think it's hitting all generations like young kids watching it like it it's a pleasing for the people who like the old movie yeah it's good and, and to me it's very uh diverse yeah like it, it has this comedy in there definitely the action uh it's just a really good, well put together movie. So I think that's why it's doing good. Just it was a well put together movie. Do you feel like they came out the right time after COVID and people were slowly like, I don't know, should I go to the movies and everything else? Do yeah, you feel like it came I, out the I right really time? do think COVID played a role with that. I yeah. mean, being over with because movie theaters open, people are going. Yeah. Uh, I would still think it would be still successful. The numbers might be a little slower because of the COVID thing, but yeah. great movie. Like I might go home and watch it tonight. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I well, yeah, I mean, I'll make sure I call up on my shows. But uh, yeah, like a great movie. I love, I love it. I love watching it. And, and like my favorite scene, my favorite scene is when he go, does the course <laughs> when he comes. He steals the plane. Yeah, no, no spoiler alerts. It's in the it's no spoiler, so he ain't telling no. Well, he's spilling no secrets or anything. Y'all ain't seen it. Yeah. Y'all, something wrong. Uh, <laughs> I haven't seen it. Something wrong. <laughs> no, nah, it's okay. I, I was too young to remember the first one in good detail. Don't, don't matter. They they do flashbacks. It shows you. You be like, who the hell is Goose? Uh, and then, <laughs> cause I remember something like, damn, what happened in the first movie? Yeah. And I remember the next thing you know is a flashback. Like, damn, right on point. And then something else happened. Like, they, 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 it, it, it tells you. Do you, uh, feel, do you feel like they took a risk on doing... A sequel like that because it's been like about it's thirty time. years. Do so you feel R is it? Well, yes, there was definitely a risk because I was definitely concerned if it was yeah. going to be good or not. Yeah, I'm like, fuck, they gonna re? Well, it's a sequel because so, I was like, damn, they finna remake this or bring it? Like, yeah, it's too old. This that. No, just like, this. just like you said before, and that like taking a risk and it's a sequel. I mean, I like, still was gonna watch it. Yeah. Period. Oh, <laughs> I mean, for sure. They really? got my money, but uh, I mean, it's always a risk. Whatever you put out, <clears throat> Matrix. Uh, Man, <laughs> I, yeah, that. Uh, and it was, and it was just, and since you brought that one up, it it didn't really make sense. Like the Matrix, 
Like and it we're talking was about a highly the, uh, anticipated yeah, movie. The Matrix uh, Resurrections. And everybody went out to see it because that movie was the shit. All three. And and you come out with that fourth one, and it was like, what the fuck's going on? It, it, it wasn't well put together. Storyline to me sucked. The, just, just everything about it sucked. Uh, I mean, I, I don't say and they tried they tried to fix it because like how how it ended. You make you. I mean, I thought Matrix was over because yeah. Keanu Reeves, what we thought was dead. Yeah. And then they come back and put a spin on it. They tried it. It didn't work. Yeah. And that's but the first three were great. This one no. But Top Gun years later it was a risk. They put it together and voila, great. Yeah. It worked out good. I mean, it's always that chance, but. After seeing it, I thought it was well put together. Uh, I mean, there's certain things like I, I, I look at that weren't that make sense in the movie. Yeah. But it's minute. Like him being a captain, thirty some years, and they'd kicked him out. Military, yeah, they kicked you out. Yeah. If you ain't promote, this is, uh, you got to go. Yeah. So that was off. But other than that, I like how they played on it. You yeah. Still being a captain, and it shows why, like how he always defying and doing other stuff. Oh, and then it also showed how uh, his saving grace or whatever yeah. that was. I like how they tied him in there. Um, it was just well put together. And like I said, that was the comedy. Like it, it was good, it was good camaraderie in the beginning. It was like you ain't gotta go. If I don't go, y'all got ain't got no job. Like he stood up for his people. Like yeah. it was, it was good. It made you feel good. Great movie. Cool, cool, cool. So the next topic is: uh, Have y'all heard about uh, David Arnold? The uh, the sooner he was, he was like on the verge of being a very popular comedian. He recently passed this week. They haven't disclosed. You said David Arnold. Uh, yeah, David Arnold. Okay. Uh, you might see him on uh, Facebook. He was recording videos. Com- Comedic videos with his uh, wife and kids. Holy shit! He died. And, uh, yeah. Damn. At the age of fifty-four. Damn. And he just on? and he just released. He was just on tour, wasn't he? Yeah. Actually, he was coming over here to the St. Louis yeah. area, like next month. Yeah, I seen it because the, the the preview for it was yeah. like me and my wife argue all the time. Like the fuck up thing, we argue in front of her talking about you. Like I told you, I ain't like this motherfucker, but you made me come. This ain't no. And he said, and it get to the point like. Like, we've been together so long in arguing. She just walked off mid-argument. Like, yeah, you need to finish the dishes. Oh, there, there, there she goes. She done. Well, that's fine. I'd have left out of his argument 10 minutes ago. Like, damn, he was just yeah. coming. Wow. Yeah, because he just just recently released his second Netflix special. I'm sorry, next Netflix special. 54. Uh, it ain't for the week. Uh, not funny. You've heard of uh, David Arnold, the comedian? A little bit or seen the videos or... I'm surprised he got a black wife. I thought he definitely married to a white woman. Mm-mm, no, but like looking at, uh, I definitely recommend that you look at his uh, Netflix specials, especially the most recent one that ain't for the week. It's actually really good, especially the second one. It talks about more of his family and stuff. And what you uh, that that part is what you're talking about. That's in there as well. <laughs> yeah. But basically, like a lot of stuff I didn't know. Where uh, he stated that uh, he graduated the lowest of his class, like a one point one point eight GPA. <laughs> he makes a joke about that the lowest of his class <laughs> but uh but then i also too he also talked about his stepfather which is uh which was one of the original members of the oj's and he was talking about 
he quit the group before the group made a million dollars. And still, still to this very day, he has like that, like that saltiness. Like <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot, of, like, and there was a lot of things I didn't know about him. Like also too, like you know, he was just a badass kid, not like good badass. Like you know, I want to whoop your ass, badass kid. To the point where he actually, uh, actually had a drug addiction. His choice was cocaine. Until uh, he said, like, one of his jokes he was talking about, he almost had a Richard Pryor moment where he was about to, uh, the, the drug was talking to him, talking about, so yeah, uh, so you know, soon later you're going to have to start sucking some dick. He said he ran eight miles <laughs> straight to the rehab, talking about, so I need to go to rehab. <laughs> I need to go to rehab. Oh, the, uh, oh, the, uh, the drug was talking to you, talking about, so I'm sucking some dick. Yes! <laughs> I'm going to look into that tonight, too. Yeah. But it's really good. It's just a lot of stuff I didn't know. And then, like, if you look at the ending and stuff, there's, like, a small documentary where uh, his family comes on there and they talk talk about him and stuff. But I really like the fact that, you know, this shows his family and everything, where he came up. He started in Cleveland, Ohio, before he moved to L.A. and stuff. And he was risking it all just to uh, uh, be a stand-up, stand-up comic. And then at that time, he created a, a Nickelodeon show. But it was no, it was uh that girl Lele. Okay. But yeah, but he was just talking about like you know his his uh grandfather was telling like he didn't know how he was gonna make it in life, but as long as he figured it out, he was gonna make it. But it was just cool, like damn, this nigga had a one point eight GPA, <laughs> the lowest of the lowest of the class. Like yeah. he even though he graduated, <laughs> it was like he just said his name and he kept going. <laughs> I thought you like well back then, man. Mm-hmm. I think he did like a 2.0 now to graduate. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, that's, I, I, I ain't know he died. Yeah, he recently passed like a few days ago at the age of 54. Because I actually thought about going to his show. Like, yeah. when I seen that, I was like, dude, funny. Like, I might have to check him out. Like, they got Ha Ha Davis coming right now, too. Yeah. If y'all don't know, he's the one that was like, Playboy, big boy. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, big fella. Yeah. <laughs> Put that drink down, big fella. You better toot too, big fella. <laughs> isn't this funny how like social media blows people up? But is it a good way or in a bad way? Or it just depends on the situation. Good way. I mean, like a lot of people getting famous because of social media. Like before, you had to actually like travel yeah. Yeah. to let people see you. Now you just post a video, record yourself, post a video. Next thing you know, you're in movies. Like what the fuck? <laughs> I know it don't happen that quick, but it seemed like it. Yeah. I mean, acts like fucking like Steve Harvey. Yeah, motherfucker who's traveling comedian for years before he even got famous, and even before he got famous as a comedian to even be in movies and shows and shit. Like, it took a lot of fucking legwork back in the day. Yeah. Now, motherfucking these goddamn phones, everybody want to try to be famous, post a video, think they can be somebody. Like, and I'd be like, no, put your goddamn phone down. You ain't nobody. <laughs> but I mean, you can't really say that because I mean, you can, but. It, you don't want to kill nobody's dream, and you never know what they could get famous for. But it's like a, a need for everybody to try to look for attention. Like, let me get on this phone. Let me post this video. Let me say something. This, that, another to create some kind of platform for themselves where they think they can be made important. Like, bitch, talk to the person next to you. Put your phone down. Have a conversation. With that. Everybody's so attached to this phone because they think they get the attention they're looking for. <laughs> But you think that's a good thing or a, or a bad thing? Which part? Right? Both. Like, attention. Because, you know, there's, attention there's, is no, there's no wrong with good attention, but do you feel like 
too much attention is like too bad much, attention. Too much attention is bad attention because you'll never get enough of it. Like you always, you always, it's, it's kind of like money. You always gonna want more. You get attention, then you want some more attention. You want some more attention, yeah. and then you get no attention. That plays on your self esteem. Now you feel like you ain't worth shit. When you probably are, just because motherfucker didn't like your picture a hundred times, you feel worthless. Nah, like fuck everybody else. Like worry about the people next to you. Like those people care about you. Go, go talk to your mom, your grandparents, your sister, brother, kids, something. Like these are the people that care about you. Yeah. Ain't no need to be posting shit all the time, looking for some goddamn attention. Like no. Let me ask you this: Do you do you like attention? Or uh, just, from my old lady, yeah. That's about <laughs> it. I, everybody else, you can keep walking. Yeah. I don't need attention. Yeah. I, I'm good with being by myself alone, whatever. But I like my attention. Like hell, I get too much of it from my dog. <laughs> Move, get away from me. <laughs> what would you, Doctor Stein? Do you crave attention or? Too much attention, like. Um, what's your repertoire on that? You you like attention, or you more like a laid back, like. Attention, okay, but I mean, it's like Donna was saying, like, too much attention, man. You get addicted to it. It's very addictive. Um, you have to be able. <clears throat> outside validation is dope, and I think that on some level, um, people. People want acknowledgement, right? Yeah. Um, there's a lot of people who say they're like, nah, self-validation, blah, 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 blah. But no, for sure. But if you did everything, like everything, you didn't move mountains, uh, cured cancer, solved world hunger, and like nobody gave a fuck and never even acknowledged it, yeah, you'd feel away, no matter who you is. So we all, we all want to be appreciated for our efforts. Yeah. We all want to be acknowledged. We all want some attention. Um, and I think that there is a healthy amount of it. Um, but I also think that it's like it's like anything. Like, if you overdo it, it's going to be bad. It's toxic. Yeah. Um, but we in, like, such a... We in such a time that, like, attention can be monetized. So now are you, you got sure? Because I'm like, yeah, no, like, like going, 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 going. Take Ha Ha Davis. Yeah, Ha Ha Davis went viral for comedy things he was doing. True, and he turned that into a career. Like you, you shout have, out to him. Yeah, you have you 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 have turned your you have monetized your attention. So you got both. You got both of the evils right there. You got you got the money and you got the attention now. And because there is a conversion factor that is possible, I ain't saying always means that, but because there is a conversion uh, element to it there, where you can turn attention into a career, you can turn it into capital, you can turn it into, I mean, going viral uh, for anything generally has a strong chance to result in capital. If you got a dope ass shirt and you go viral, now your business is booming. You know what I'm saying? I was yeah, about to ask you. I was like, "What if you went viral from from your quote of uh, sucking on a glass dick, and they actually wanted to see you sucking a glass dick?" I I charge them for that. And oh, like, okay. I charge, I charge them for that. But, but I don't smoke. I don't smoke crack. But if I did smoke crack, I, I if I did smoke crack, I definitely charge niggas to watch me no, smoke crack. Because no I'm gonna that. need to supply my habit. <laughs> Or you can say the same thing about Gunner. Like they might, they might, he might go viral, falling asleep. Like Gunner, would you charge people 
Yeah, if they if you fall asleep and they and they'd be like, man, he falling asleep. I'm liking this. And yeah. You'd be like, Do you like so, him actually sleeping like this? Okay. So <laughs> to 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 spin the block on that, yes. Um, attention attention uh, can be a good thing, and I think a reasonable amount of it is healthy. Um, that that attention uh, can be uh, can be a driving force for us. Yeah. You know, um, but I think like you can get water poisoning, bro, and we need water to survive. So, too much of anything, even if it's a good thing, can be a bad thing. So, it should all be in moderation. Like we haven't had an opportunity to, we haven't had an opportunity to get used to anything that we got now. Like when we when we had all all technology and all innovation in any field, whether it's phones, social media. Uh, vehicles, metal. I would tell you, what, we, we we had a we had an opportunity over a period of time, and then we went from like the the difference between the 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 nineteen nineties and the in the two thousands, like the nineties almost unrecognizable in a ten year gap, versus yeah. versus eighteen eighty to eighteen ninety. It seemed like the same here, like we ain't had a ch- we just been flooded. With a massive amount of everything, it's is everything thrown at you. Music, uh, opportunities, social media, the internet, like just everything is thrown at you. And we haven't had a chance to settle. Yeah. So people get things misconstrued. We ain't we ain't had a chance to balance none of that shit out. I think it'll get better. What's that old um, Mel? No, not Mel Brooks. Mel Gibson. Who's just had amnesia? Uh, Alzheimer's actor. Oh, uh, Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. Yeah. The movie he did where they had the robot bodies. Uh, surrogate. Surrogates. Yeah, surrogates. Sorry. Yeah. Cell phones and surrogates. Like that. That, that, that movie. They were so obsessed about their surrogates. Like their surrogates was like the perfect image of them. Yeah. And they were so used to wearing their surrogate around town. That they forgot like who they are and all this other shit. They spend too much time with their surrogate. Same thing with phones. These motherfuckers got too much time with these phones and technology that they losing who they really are. Yeah. Like put the phone down, have a conversation with somebody, go walk down the street. Like actually do some of the shit you do on your phone, but in person. Yeah. Like I always think that's like it's just such a weird. It's such a. I'm not saying it's wrong. But it's like it's kind of like a weird argument because all of things, it's just a result of the advancement in technology. All that shit being consolidated in one place. It used to be a phone could literally just talk, and then it could text, and then you could play games on it, and then it can control your garage door, apps, and all this extra ass shit that phones can do. Everything being consolidated in one place. If you take it back back in the day, you want to talk on the phone, cool. If you want to watch TV, you got to go to another room for that. If you want to talk to a friend, you have to go down the street and do it. Or, or, if, or, or, and or even so, if, you, if the phone yeah. is cool, I guess, but it's the apps on the phone, what I'm more getting at. Yeah. Like, I get the phone, but it's like, so much instead, you, you want to get app, on social yeah. media and post a video about yeah. yourself or whatever, like, what for? Like, do you feel that much need to talk to somebody? Always taking pictures and selfies and posting it? Do you need to feel that important? Like why? Just now, would that be more of attention or insecurity? I'm gonna go with both. 
Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think it's new. I think it's always been present. The opportunity to put yourself yes. out there wasn't always present. Like, I, get, I do that. Yeah, he, but that also made, to me, now people, I don't call it self-esteem. People think so much higher of themselves their ego. in a bad way. Their Not ego? a good way. Would it be more their ego? Or? Yeah, it boosts their ego. Like, we always, like you say, always had a need to whatever, you know, post pictures, people to be seen. Yes, but because of the lack of that technology, yeah, it, it kept our egos in check. Because you would be on Facebook and motherfuckers liking all your pictures, and they see you in person and be like, you an ugly motherfucker. Like it's just, it's a way to check you. We, we, social media make it, it boosts people ego to think they more than what they are. Yeah. And no, just put, and and then at the same time, it, I personally don't like social media. I mean, I mean the apps and shit like that. Like I hate to see my old lady on the phone all the fucking time posting pictures. Like who the fuck you trying to show who you are? Yeah. Like why am I not enough? Like why do you feel the need to post a picture of you and post it? Like take a picture of yourself. And post it so people that don't even fucking care about you for real see you. Like I care about you. Like I, I remember all the time motherfuckers took pictures just to send it to me. Yeah. Now motherfuckers post pictures to send it to the world. Like damn, are they more important than me? Like you go out with your girls or whatever, and all you do is video y'all the whole time and post it. Like what the need to show people what the fuck you doing? And it was even even more funny when they do the selfie and stuff. It's just damn looking at the video like. Yeah, that's the yeah. Like, uh, uh, what, what used to do with, with photo albums? But you what pictures of the shit that you're doing and you show yeah. people. Yes, <laughs> people that's close to you. That, and it's, like, that's what I'm saying. Saying. The technology wasn't there. Like, I can go through my phone right now and show you a hundred photos that I've taken. And you can't probably find two that I've put on social media. But if you go through my contacts, you can probably see all the pictures sent to somebody. Yeah. I don't care about that outside world or other body, anybody else's thought of me. I care about the people who are close to me. So that irks me when, like, my old lady post shit. Like, why are you trying to entertain and show somebody? And everybody got their own goddamn excuse on social media. It's there for that, this, that, and other. Blah, blah, blah. I don't give no fucks. Like, all I see is you giving your attention to some people that don't even care about you. Is what I see. And that's what a lot of people out here are doing. You could be sitting there. I've been there. I've seen it. People sitting there having a conversation with them and they doing this while you talking to them. Trying to figure out their angle to get their picture and post it. Tag whatever shit they do to edit. Uh, or, or, spe- filters. Or, especially, or especially on dates. Because <laughs> in this girls, like I say, girl, guys too. Yeah. Like I got guy friends and I see on social media like, yeah, you doing too much. You use this as a platform to make yourself up more than what you are. Because in the day, I know you. That's some bullshit. But, then I, but I see people that like it was always that look if you only see if she all she posts is headshots she must be fat or bad built or, I'm not gonna say fat she just must be bad, poorly built but she'd do the like, fuck out her make huh watch your airy spares <laughs> what I'm saying I just, that used to be coming, the joke coming up on uh, that used to be the joke coming up yeah. that used to be the joke like when you was on them dating websites and you get on there and she ain't got no picture of her body you're like, oh, she must yeah. be poorly built. Yeah. I'm just using that ju- reference to that. I'm not so much saying that's what they're doing now. Yeah. I'm talking about them with the, the dating site shit thing. But uh, to me, like I always say, I, beauty's in the eye of the beholder. Somebody for everybody. Um, like, I don't think I'm that good looking. I really don't. 
I mean, I could probably put on some clothes and make myself look good all in total. But I'm not a motherfucker. You walk in a room and be like, damn, that's a sexy motherfucker over there. That ain't me. I know that. But nor am I on, on here taking pictures and putting filters to make myself look more beautiful. I know yeah, who I, I am. I know my lane. I stay there. Yeah. But these motherfuckers, they, they, it's, it's the boost in the ego. Yeah. Uh, make, make them think they more than what they is. And then, and then the attention. Because if you're an ugly motherfucker and you put this filter on here and you get 100 likes, you ain't had 100 motherfuckers in your life tell you you was cute. But now you got 100 motherfuckers liking your picture thinking you cute. So you like that attention, which is cool to kind of boost you up a little bit, give you some self, good self-esteem, but when it boosts your ego, like, hell nah. And, and at that point, you become addicted to it because all you're doing is fucking snapping pictures and putting filters on it. And that to the point where you're having a conversation with somebody and this motherfucker just looking at you, look at your phone. Fair shake. Mm. Huh? I said fair shake. Yeah. Well, shoot, on that note, we're going to go ahead and take a... I'm sorry for that rant. I cleaned yeah. it off. <laughs> you haven't heard that in a minute, so yeah. We <laughs> definitely going to take a small break <laughs> you on... You a new point? Yeah. You good? Break it down, break it down, break it down. Well, shoot, but on that note, we're going to go ahead and take a small break. Uh, normally, we have our DJ 444 here saying after these messages, we'll be right back. But you know what? We just gonna... a little leprechaun could come out his pet. Uh, never mind. <laughs> I guess. I guess. I guess they wasn't. I guess they wasn't magically delicious. This would be the time he listened. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 guy! <laughs> Heard what you said? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you. But yeah, we're gonna go ahead and take a small break, and then we're gonna hit you back up because we still got some more topics for you. Uh. 